out the corner of my eyes, I saw this creature, which was uh, over six foot tall, with feathers. It, it just looked like a giant bird, but yet a man. Hey everybody, this is Mothboy Mike. And this is Mothboy Matt. And this is the uh, Paranormality Comedic Podcast Award-nominated host, Mothboy <laughs> Jacob. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. That's right, people. We were... Uh, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. You go. And, and this is Mothboys, a podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Oh, uh, uh, I just, well, saw the, little, I just saw the Beach, Beach Boys. Boy. I just saw yeah, the, Beach the Beach Boys, Boys. last night. That was yeah, a little Beach Boy there. Yeah. It, it, it was the shit version of Mike Loves Beach Boys, but it was the Beach Boys. Yeah, you still got to hear all the surfer jams. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just I, 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 what I noticed is the Beach Boys is all about, is all about s- surfing and fun in the sun and getting in Hot your rods. car and grabbing yeah. onto your girl and and fun you know, fun fun and barbara and and talking about daddy's <laughs> taking away your car and <laughs> matt you were so we were, we were saying that paranormal paranormality magazine we are nominees of yeah, best we made comedy the, podcast yeah we made the the final so make sure to vote for us on their website um we also every day we're gonna get our we're gonna get our, we're gonna get our ass kicked and no mm. no dude we're mm. top fucking tier We've been around the block, brother. We're around. Uh, what's that, Jenny's block or? Um, yeah, Jenny we're, Craig. Yes, we're Jenny yeah. Craig's block. Yes, we're around Jenny we're... Craig's block. <laughs> the hit Jenny Craig song, Jenny from the block. <laughs> but no, so yeah, um, go vote. Go yeah, vote. Go, go vote for us. We um uh, the link you can find in our bio. So just click on that and scroll on down ins- to the Instagram com- on our Instagram and scroll down to the comedy section. Click on Moth Boys and guess what? We will send you. We'll send. You, we won't send promise, you anything, but anything. we will send yeah. you a virtual love. a virtual hug. Yes, a virtual hug. I like that. A yeah. virtual hug. A virtual and if we kiss. win, if we win, we're doing a pizza party. Okay, at, at I'm a TBA. Well, just us three. We're having a pizza party together, <laughs> but we want you to know we're going to have a pizza party. <laughs> yes, it's going to be stuffed crust. We'll, you better we'll, believe we'll it. We'll mail you. We'll mail you pieces of pizza. <laughs> Hell yeah, we were. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. So, yeah. Go vote for us. It's in Insta- uh, Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's... We, do we really even need to do how we've been this week? We, we just saw each other, guys. Yeah. We just talked to each other. Yeah. You I want, assume is anything, we've all is there, been... Is there, is there, it's all oh, the same shit. wait. Oh, well, I... I, oh, I, I just want to say... Okay. I just want to say, this week, I saw a bunch of great acts. We saw the Punch Brothers. Okay. Okay. We saw the Punch Brothers together. Also, I, I want to point out, if you search Punch Brothers on Instagram, it's a picture of us as like the most relevant picture for the hashtag. That's oh, so, hell yeah. Sorry, Chris Thiele. We're more relevant than you. Yes. Yeah. And his wham wham guitar or whatever. The wham wham. He's <laughs> whamming on that guitar. That little baby <laughs> guitar. Uh, um, who else? So you saw some people, Matt. The, and then the next night were the Avit Brothers. And mm. that band isn't just brothers. It's a bunch of people. Okay, that's, that's yeah. weird. Uh, and I love that's your takeaway from the show. 
Well, yeah, I thought it was a bunch of silly white boys like pretending to be Mumford and Sons. And, well, I think like, they are. I think a couple of them are brothers. There are a couple brothers in there. I think there's a couple yeah. brothers, but then there's like sisters. I think it's just started and, as like is two of them. Yeah, I think it was just a couple of them, and they were brothers. No yeah. one cares about the Avid brothers. Who no to one cares about the Avid brothers. But <laughs> but after that, after that, I saw um, the legendary Emmy Lou Harris. Um, She's great. She was awesome. And then last night I saw The Temptations and The Beach Boys. I As mean, we Mike, Mike loves before. Beach Boys. The, B- the yeah. Beach Brothers. The Beach, the Beach Brothers. Hell yeah, brother. You saw, you, saw the, you saw the Punch Brothers, the Avid Brothers. The Brothers and the Beach Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, and yeah, all the, all the Moth Boys were together this past Monday mm-hmm. hanging out. And that was fun. That was nice. We don't yeah. get to see each other often. but mm. And we got to by, see By nice. choice. By choice. By choice. And we got uh, the we got to see the amazing Chris Thiele and yeah, um, yeah. it was yeah. good. It was a, it was a good week for me. I have no complaints. It's work. Yeah, yeah. That's all I, I have. I, I wanted to brag about something. Okay, oh, brag. yeah, brag. So you know, recently uh, I got back into golf, and you know I'm legit because I, I got my my golf oh, club in the mail. No, yeah. Yep. That's nice. That's nice. nice. Is, that a Cal- is that a Callaway? Is it's a, a Callaway. Callaway. My Callaway golf club. You know, yeah. you're not a real golfer unless you have the glove. Now, right, did you buy a pair of goofy fucking pants and uh, and maybe a really fluffy um, polo shirt that's silk? Oh well, yes, I got. You gotta I, get I, that. Yes, I, you gotta be full. Golf's about wardrobe. It's not about. It is. It's fashion. It's mostly it's fashion. fashion. It's mostly fashion. I thought it was see, to golf. Golf to me is. Um, is fashion and then it's mm-hmm. social social status as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You, know you I mean? gotta you gotta sm- smoke cigars and drink yeah. whiskey. And... I don't see any. I don't see any any poor people out on that. On well, that. you can tell I'm not poor. I have a Callaway yeah. golf. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> but what, that's you what only I mean. have one. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you bought that at Salvation Army. <laughs> Amateur. If you knew anything about golf, you only, you only need, need one it. glove. Well, right, Jake's boys. a legit golfer now, and yep. we saw I've been some working. cool concerts, and Mike and has been cool working. Concerts. Probably yeah, baby miss- stuff too. Oh yeah, tons of baby stuff. So he just did not want to fall asleep last night either. I love him. I love him to death. But when he doesn't mm-hmm. want to sleep, woo, you don't sleep. I don't sleep. Mm-hmm. So. Give him a little. Give him a little Nyquil. I think I'd be fine. <laughs> I think didn't most didn't most parents like uh you know like ten years ago or something usually give their kid like liquor like drench their their bit their bobble or whatever you call them yeah in, their like, bobble whiskey. And then it's like they just pass the hell out from being drunk or whatever. Man, I don't know what world you're living in. That might be true. Wait, no, that was for tooth pain. Like the toothaches, they would they would put it in alcohol and they'd suck on it and get all hammered. Well, listen, if my baby's in pain and I can give him a little whiskey to heal that, you know, know. that's that's all good. Is it a bad? Is that me being an awful parent? You know, I don't know. There's not laws about parenting. You know, there's a few awful parent, but a badass dude. <laughs> Bad a, a badass. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. <laughs> a badass dude, but an oh, awful yeah. parent. <laughs> All right, dude. You ready to get into this episode? No, okay. absolutely. So this week we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna be talking about the infamous, uh, the Ape Canyon Bigfoot attack. Yeah. So. Um, what what I I have a little description here, just a little bit of the the a little like a a little foreword. 
Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into Fred Beck's account from his book because that's – I think that's more the most important stuff is just from his – that's just from – you'll find a hope. Fred Beck is one of the guys that said it was the um, person that was attacked. Jeff he Beck's brother. Yeah. Jeff Beck's brother, the correct. The Scientologist. Yes. So, yes, this, yes. So in the summer that's, that's of – Beck Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> Related to the Ted Hansen. Ted and the Hansen. three Hans, – the Hansen brothers. And the Hansen, Hansen brothers. Yeah. Um, in the summer, <laughs> lots of synchronicities, <laughs> man. They're all over the place. Uh, in the summer of 1924, on Mount St. Helens in the Pacific Northwest, a group of gold prospectors, Fred Beck, Gabe Lefevre, John Peterson, Marion Smith, and Smith's son, Roy, described encountering gorilla men close hmm. to where they had built a small cabin for gold hunting. Hmm. So, so these people, where do they come from? Where did they hail? Uh, the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Well, the one you say his last name was Lefever or what? What was it? Yeah, Lefever. L e f e v e r. He's so. Canadian. He's Canadian. Could be, he can, came he down could be from up the Great Vancouver. White North. Yeah, right. Yeah. The Great White North. Yeah, that's, it could. It very well could be. Um, they claim they encountered four giant human-like creatures. The men describe them as covered with long black hair. Mm-hmm. And their ears are about four inches long and stick straight up. Mm-hmm. They have four toes, which are all short and stubby, which that's my favorite part what of this the whole. Ha- How did they know? After, while well, you're being attacked by monkeys, giant Dude, monkeys, devil monkeys, you're going to notice the toes. You're like, man, well, LaFlavor, well, did you see those little toesies? Did well, you maybe Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck had a foot yeah, fetish. Exactly, ah, I was going to say. Tarantinoing. Okay. Right, maybe, maybe Fred Beck is zoomed in on the feet and, uh, instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so the, the witnesses estimated each animal weighed about 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so here I will be reading you the introduction and the first chapter of Fred Beck's book, I Fought the Eight Men of Mount St. Helens, for the, so most ac- for the most accurate telling of the account. So we're just reading the book. Yep, yep essentially. Cool. So I'm, I'm not I'm not going to sift through all the, the BS that all these different web, websites post and like, because I, I, I did that once and I had... I had the episode pretty much written, but then I was like, it's all like counter. It doesn't make sense. See, I love doing that. Most of my episodes are from like eight or 12 different websites. Right. That's, but I also feel like if I can just get it straight from the dude that was there that night, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll just do that. So. See, Jake's ready to fight some monkey men with those gloves. He is, he's, he's put them on go. right now. He's getting he's ready. ready to go. He's getting that glove on. Yeah. All right. So here we go. It is my intention in this book not only to tell you about the historic encounter I had with these mysterious creatures, but also to reveal to the public what I believe they are. Mm -hmm. Truth often is stranger than fiction, but the strangeness comes from the clouds surrounding our minds, not from the mystery itself. He's a pretty articulated dude. poetic, yeah. Poetic. Sure. This is not a large book, but may the largeness be conveyed by the picture I hope to paint of the truth. Much has been written about that day in 1924, and I feel it right that I express my views at last. This comes from a gold miner. Sure does. Don't yeah. all don't they don't well, he, all well, gold used... miners have like one tooth and like no from no. You see, that's where you're confused. He took his gold and he put it back into his education, yeah. and he went to Harvard. Yeah, he, he went to yeah. He he invested it in Mac when it was first starting, mm-hmm. and <laughs> right. back in 1924. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so to avoid embarrassment to the relatives of the other four men involved in the 1924 incident i have not 
I have not directly mentioned their names. The name Hank is a pseudonym of one of the main characters in the incident. So when you hear me mention Hank, it's going to be just one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the other, one of the guys I mentioned earlier on. First of all, I wish to give an account of the attack and tell of the famous incident of July 1924 when the hairy apes attacked our cabin. We had been prospecting for six years in the Mount St. Helens and Lewis River area in southwest Washington. We had, from time to time, come across large tracks by creek beds and springs. Hmm. In 1924, I and four other miners were working our gold claim, the Vanda White. It was two miles east of Mount St. Helens near a deep canyon that is now named Ape Canyon, which was so named after an account of the incident reached when it, when it reached the newspapers. Hmm. Hank, a great hunter and good woodsman, was always a little apprehensive after seeing the tracks. The tracks were large, and we knew that no known animal could have made them. Now, we're not fans of woodsmen here, specifically lumberjacks, woodsmen. Well, we don't like them, because I think on our werewolf episode, it was okay. like poking... One of the woodsmen were poking a dogman with a stick in a in a stump. That's true. That and we really settled. Bad. We settled on we don't like woodsmen. So already, I'm I'm not like. Well, maybe these this characters. maybe this maybe this will change your mind. Okay. You know? uh, the largest measured nineteen. The largest measured uh, footprint measured nineteen inches long. It was in the middle of July, and we had received a good. So here's here's here, here's this is I've read through this a few times trying to figure out what this means. So maybe you boys can help me. It was the middle of July, and we had received a good assay on our claim, and everyone was excited. A good assay. A-S-S-A-Y. Yassay? On our claim. Assay. Assay. Uh, boom, boom. Let me say it. Well, yeah. That, that's, that's what we're going to... Whenever something confusing comes up, we're just going to start singing that song. Assay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So they were getting uh, an assay on, their, on our claim. Um, I remember I had a tooth that was aching. And I suggested to Hank that he should take me to town to see a dentist. But he was so enthused and the prospect of the gold mine, he barely took time to answer me. And he replied that God or the devil cannot get him away from there. Mm. He's not a very, that's not a very good friend. That's not a good friendship. He's asking for your help to bring him back into town so he can get his tooth fixed. But that's a moth boys level friendship. Yeah, yeah. it is. Like, it's very like, it's like, Toxic. you know, yeah. you know, watch your, it's like watch your own back and nobody else's. You know what I mean? Moth yeah. boys were toxic. <laughs> Um, we had all come up in his Ford and I had no way to get to town unless he took me so when we went back to our cabin on the north side of the canyon I had a nagging toothache and little appetite for our evening meal of beans and hotcakes damn (laughs) yum (laughs) I can't wait although like with beans you sort of just mush them around in your mouth you can just just swallow them so this guy yeah Beans yeah. are a very soft texture. If you had a toothache, beans are one of the things I would re- recommend. Yeah, yeah, that's you true. You can slurp them down. You know? Yeah. You can suck Ugh. them through a straw if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so beans get stuck in the straw. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. You just got to suck extra hard to clear it. For some, for some reason in my head, I just had an image of, like, you know, the Dairy Queen blizzards or whatever they are, but bean, <laughs> yeah. but bean, bean flavored. For some, yeah. I don't know why. It's really disgusting. Um. <laughs> Hank, though apprehensive, was still determined. We had been hearing noises in the evening for about a week. We heard a shrill, peculiar whistling each evening. That was shrill. We would hear it coming from one ridge, and then hear in, another, in, in answering was whistling from another ridge. 
So they're communicating with shrill screams. Yes. Yes. Um, Jeez, I would be, I'd be out by that point. <laughs> we also heard a sound which I could best describe as a booming dumping sound, like something was hitting himself on the chest. <laughs> there you go. It's like that scene from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm going to myself a yeah. heart attack. Don't, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> I like how you just tapped your chest just a little bit and you were like, I'm going to get a fucking heart attack. <laughs> That's all it would take. Body by little Debbie. Body by little Debbie. <laughs> okay, so Hank asked me to accompany him to the spring, about 100 yards from our cabin, to get some water and suggested we take our rifles to be on the safe side. We walked to the spring and then Hank yelled and raised his rifle. And at that instant, I saw it. It was a hairy creature and he was about 100 yards away on the other side of the little canyon, standing by a pine tree. It dodged behind the tree and poked his head out from the side of the tree, and at the same in the same time, Hank shot. Mm-hmm. I could see the bark fly out from the tree from each of his three shots. S- some may say that that was quite a distance to see the bark fly, but I saw it. Did he now? <laughs> you know what? I love that he's getting. That's like the one thing he's really defensive about. Yeah. No, no, I saw that bark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw. That's it. the one part people are trying to break apart of his story. Not that he saw giant apes, but you can see barks splitting a hundred. That's they're like, like not, they're like the apes. That makes sense, but the bark. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's so, like so, literally like that's like two hundred shacks away. Really. That's a that's yeah. He's got good eyesight. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that yeah. is like two hundred shacks away. I don't. Uh, I don't know about this bark story. We'll talk. I think yeah. may, maybe maybe this will be a two part. Like, is it fake or real thing? Bark mm-hmm. and then eight men. Okay, yeah. yes. at the end, if you guys like. Um, and maybe we should go with the basketball reference to the Shaq. We should go with right. Charles Barkley. Oh, mm. oh my gosh! So dude. Shaq and a Charles Barkley. <laughs> yes. No. We're gonna, okay, we're gonna do both. Okay, we're okay. gonna do both. Yeah, we gotta we gotta for the ape thing. We gotta measure them in Shaqs. Bark, okay, bark. deal. We can do that. So, so the creature I judged to have been about seven feet tall with blackish brown hair. One shack. Yes. Yeah. A shack. A little taller than a Barkley, though. A little taller yeah. than a Barkley by a couple yeah. of feet. It disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Matt. You're thinking of Vern Troyer, not Charles Barkley. I am Troyer, thinking of right. Vern Troyer. See, yep. I get those confused often. So yes. Yep. <laughs> So it disappeared from our view for a short time, but then we saw it running fast and upright about 200 yards down the canyon. Well, that's I shot at it. I shot at it three times before it disappeared from view. What are these so guys? Stormtroopers? They're missing every single so, shot. Well, the, the, the hilarious thing is that this little thing took off and was like, I am not messing. They, they want to kill this bark for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like right? the, the jerk where they're shooting at the cans. Yeah, yeah. He thinks true. he thinks the, the he thinks they want to kill the bark. The, yeah. the ape does. That's a timely <laughs> reference. It is. I think so. So we took the water back to the cabin and explained the affair to the rest of the party, and we all agreed, including Hank, to go home the next morning as it would be dark before we could get to the car. We agreed he wouldn't be unsound to be caught by darkness on the way out. Mm-hmm. Nightfall found us in our pine log cabin. We had built a cabin ourselves and had made it very sturdy. It stood for years afterwards, and it was visited by many sightseers until a few years ago when it was burned to the ground. Hmm. I and, think the apes are getting revenge. That's exactly it. I mean, they're like, you're not going to, this will not be a famous place. The or horses. or yeah. someone burnt it down. Like, they're, they're like, no one is going to stay here ever again. Yeah. We're going to destroy this. We don't want to mess around with this. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, in the cabin, we had a long bunk bed in which two could sleep feet to feet. Mm-hmm. The rest of us sleeping on pine boughs on the floor, which I'm guessing is pine beds or something, pine mattresses. They collected pine cones pine and cones. slept on them? Yeah, let's just say that. That, so- that sounds about <laughs> Com- right. Comfortable. At one, at one end of the cabin, we had a fireplace fashioned out of rocks. There were no windows in the cabin, so darkness found all of us in the cabin more calm now, and my tooth was better somehow. The excitement seemed to work a temporary cure on it. Mm-hmm. So he just got so amped up that his, his tooth fixed himself or fixed itself. So Yeah. Which is nice. It's nice for him. He's not hurting anymore. Yeah, so. that's, that's that's the power of Pilates, yeah. you know? Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> we were sitting around puffing on pipes. Uh, that's your downfall. That's your downfall, right? The wacky tobacco. They exactly. were smoking was, was, meth. Yes, yep. yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds right. They were smoking they were they were smoking gold again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We were sitting around puffing on pipes and talking about the trip home the next day. Each of us settled down to his crude but welcome bed and soon fell asleep. Mm. <sighs> at, about, at about midnight, we were all awakened. Just do that after every sentence. Honestly, at this point, we probably could just replace Matt with a soundboard that goes, ah! <laughs> just hit, it, hit it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> we want to save so your about- throat. We want to save your throat, Matt. Yeah, yeah we got to have, yeah. Namaste. So at about, min- about midnight, we were all awakened. Hank, who was sleeping on the floor, was yelling and kicking. But the noise that had awakened us was a tremendous thud against the cabin wall. Um, so here's, a, here's, a, here's another term that... <laughs> So here's another term, guys, <laughs> that I need some help with. I looked sure. it up. So it says some of the chinking had been knocked loose from between the logs mm-hmm. and fell across Hank's chest. So yeah. chinking. Chinking is like um is like the It's the stuff in between, I guess, uh logs to keep that's why I looked it up. I yeah. think that's what it means. Mm. It's some kind of it's like the it's, chink- it's a it's a sealant. Yeah, like a sealant. Yeah. So I was confused. Use the sealed though. joints of log homes. Yes. Yeah, so if you hear that me saying chinking um, that's, that's what it is. Some of the chinking had been knocked loose from between the logs and had fallen across Hank's chest. He had his rifle in his hand and was waving it back and forth as he kicked and yelled. Hank always slept with his gun nearby. Mm-hmm. It was a Remington automatic. My gun being a 30, a, a 30, 31 Chester, mm-hmm. which I still have. I helped to get the chinking off him and he jumped to his feet. Then we heard a great commotion outside. <laughs> there, okay. This is going to go down as like the Guinness World Book of Records for most noise in any episode yet, I think. Yep. Um, uh, it sounded like a great number of feet. Tr- it sounded like a great number of feet trampling and, and rattling over a pile of our unused shakes. Like, bl- like a blizzard from Dairy Queen? Like yeah. that kind of shake? That was a good we sound hit- effect. Ah! <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Not that. You blew it. We grabbed our guns. Hank squinted, squinted through the space left by the chinking. Mm-hmm. By actual account, we saw only three of the creatures together at one time. Mm. But it sounded like there were many more. This was the start of the famous attack of which so much has been written about in Washington and Oregon's papers throughout the years. Most accounts tell of giant boulders being hurled against the cabin and say some even fell through the roof. But this was not, this was not the case. Mm. There, there were very few large rocks around in that area, but it's true that many smaller ones were hurled at the cabin, but they did not break the roof, mm. but hit with a bang and rolled off. So, mm. any accounts you've ever heard of, which Sm- I read so, through. 
so small to medium sized rocks. Yes, medium sized yes. pe- pebbles. Yeah. Maybe. Pebbles, really. pebbles. Yeah, because yeah. that's that was the thing, man. I, I like read all these websites, and they're like, yeah, how giant boulders are being hurled through the the cabin, and uh, I was like, probably not. That's probably not what was happening. So I think, mm. but they could see because the, the, the there's the the little holes in the, in right. the ceiling because yeah, they were of the, seeing. Yeah, the ceiling. But also, fe- people just like to make things more exciting than. They actually, I mean, it's not exciting enough that it's a, a Bigfoot attack, but then they have to put boulders involved in it. Yeah, they were chucking boulders through the windows. I wish you went with that version. I should have. You I'm know, sorry. it's 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 weird because it, it shouldn't even be called the Ape Canyon attack. It's like a like, yeah, Ape Canyon recess time or mm-hmm. something. They're just throwing rocks the, to each other. The Ape you know? Canyon irritation. Yeah, the <laughs> Ape Canyon irritation. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um, so why, why did these, why did these, why were these big feet irritated? Cause they got shot at. I, I'm guessing so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would get pissed off. Wouldn't you? I wouldn't be very happy about that. Yeah. But I, I would go back with boulders, not little pebbles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. Cause that's yeah, not going to do Jack. Right. So some, they said, they said some, some of the rocks did fall through the chimney of the fireplace. Yeah. Some account, some accounts state I was hit in the head by a rock and knocked unconscious. Mm-hmm. This is also not true. The only the only time we shot our guns that night was when the creatures were attacking our cabin. When they would quiet down for a few minutes, we would quit shooting. I told the rest of the party that maybe if they saw we were only shooting when they attacked, they might realize we were only defending ourselves. We could have had a clear shot at them through the opening left by the chinking had we chosen to, sh- chosen to shoot. We did shoot, however, when they climbed up on our roof. We shot round after round through the roof. We had to brace the huge log door with a long pole taken from the bunk bed. It absolutely does not sound like it was self-defense. It sounds like they were a bunch of drunk carnies that decided to shoot at random figures on on a on a on a hilltop or whatever a a, a ridge. It was very much it very much wasn't in self-defense. They got drunk. They started shooting the ceiling of their cabin. Just and randomly. They, want, they wanted they wanted to claim uh, they wanted the insurance to right. cover the repairs. It's right. so like, yeah. oh yeah, Bigfoot creatures attacked us. Well, they're also, on the roof. It's like <laughs> it's like these guys. Don't you know? Which I'm going to assume are work a uh, part of a carnival, a traveling carnival. <laughs> Carnies. They were they were uh, um, you know they have this innate feeling that they want to murder someone. All carnies do, and so at all t- at all times. Yeah, when they get older, it's when they get older they get that oh. innate feeling to kill someone. So they it's like, saw it's like, this it's, hairy person. It's like a curse of some kind. Like it's a curse. Hit, it's a curse of the carny. When you hit well, sixty, yeah. If you were a carny, why would you want to kill the creature when you could capture it and put it into the That's freak true. show? Right. Yeah. You could just stuff it though. They're they're yeah. known to stuff living things. That's true too. We, I know, know one thing about carnies is they stuff things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the so the creatures were pushing. They were creatures were pushing against the door, and the whole the whole door was vibrating from the impact from them hitting the door. Mm. We responded by firing many more rounds through the door. Sick. <laughs> Breaking they, the door now. Yep. Yep. Now it's the door. They pushed against the walls of the cabin as if trying to push the cabin over. Mm-hmm. But this. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they were trying to push the whole damn thing over, bro. Yeah. Damn. As, pre- as previously stated, the cabin was a sturdy made building. Hank and I did most of the shooting. The rest of the party crowded to, to the far end of the cabin, guns in their hands. One had a pistol, which which is still in my possession. 
<laughs> right now, like this. as I he's s- writing, I still own this. Yeah, he's holding it, looking at it while he's writing. <laughs> the others cluster rifles. They seem stunned and incredulous. So it's mostly just two dudes. It seems like Hank, mm-hmm. um, Hank and Fred seem like to be like the guys really jumping into action. Now, here. was Hank a propane salesman at some point? <laughs> 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 we were all thinking it. We were. We were. <laughs> We were. <laughs> but like, my thing is, if the door is the only thing keeping you between the creature mm-hmm. and like your whole party, why would you yeah. shoot the door and make it more weak? <laughs> that's yeah, exactly what's that's happening. True. That's very true. Carnies. Carnies don't well, have much logic. There's no logic. Well, I think probably what they were hoping was that sure. if they if they shoot into the door and then kill one of them, hey, mm. that's a... That they you know. after a couple away. shots, you got to realize you're right, just weakening. You're weakening the entrance for these. The one thing to that's get in. Yeah, yeah, the one thing. Yeah, that's true. So the attack continued the remainder of the night with only short intervals in between. A most profound and frightening experience occurred when one of the creatures, being close to the cabin, reached its arm through the chinking space and seized one of our axes by the handle. Whoa. Holy shit! What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dudes. Uh, a much-written-about incident and a true one. Before the thing could pull the axe out, I swiftly turned the head of the axe upright so that it caught on the logs. And at the same time, Hank's shots barely missing my hand. <laughs> That'd be funny. He got his hand shot off from his front. <laughs> this wasn't a drunken accident, I swear. Uh, so and so he put the, they put the axe in a safe place. Mm, back in a good. safe place. Yes. So... A humorous thing I will remember was Hank singing, if you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone, and we'll go all go home in the morning. So he was singing a song while they were getting if attacked. You leave me now, you take away the pain. That's a good song. That's a great Chicago. song. Chicago. Um, so he was singing, if you leave us alone, we will leave you alone, and we'll go home in the morning. So, What do you think his singing voice was like, though? Um, let's see. If you leave us alone, we will leave you alone, and we'll... I'll go home in the morning. If you yeah, leave that was us good. Alone. That was good, yeah. You got to have like a deep, deep gruff like uh, a bunch of tobacco oh, no. down your throat. Hey. It is alone in the morning. Yeah. He's the very Bob Dylan. The Dylan. You don't always die from tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Those commercials, man. Oh my god. That guy's actually dressed like a cowboy too, I think, in that. He is, Maybe he he's was. not. Maybe I dreamed that, but <laughs> That was Hank himself, I think. I think that was Hank. <laughs> yeah. Um he did not he, he did not mean it to <laughs> He did not mean it to be humorous. Yeah. For Hank was dead serious and saying under the impression that the mountain devil, as he called them that night, understand Ooh. and go away. So he was actually singing to them, like hoping that it would do something. It wasn't See, they, funny to him. They don't understand our normal voice, so I'm just going <laughs> to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a frequency they'll understand. Right. So the attack ended just before daylight. Just as soon as we were sure it was light enough to see, we came cautiously out of the cabin. Hmm. It wasn't long before I saw one of the ape-like creatures standing out about 80 yards away near the edge of the canyon. I shot three times at it, and it toppled over the cliff down into the gorge some 400 feet below. He got one. He got one. Got him. Got one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And also, a lot of accounts that I've been reading put mm-hmm. put that part of the story in the very beginning, and that's why the apes want revenge on these men. Yeah. It didn't happen after. It happened before. From hmm. a storytelling perspective, that does make more sense. Right. Exactly. But that's not what happened. But the reality is, yeah. is sometimes, yeah. Yes, exactly. It's messier. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, then Hank said that we should get out of there as soon as possible and not, not bother to pack up our supplies or equipment. After all, he said, it's better to lose them than lose our lives. We were all only too glad to agree. We brought out only that which we can get in our packet sacks. We left about $200 in supplies, supply powders, and drilling equipment behind. I tried to persuade everyone not to not to relate to happenings to anyone, and they agreed. But Hank soon let the cat out of the bag. Like a like an actual? They were carrying a cat? No. They didn't. Oh, okay. So they all agreed, and Hank was like, wait, I got to tell everybody in town now. Like, swear in your mama's <laughs> life, you're never going to tell anybody. He's like, oh, I swear. <laughs> Two days later, he's out of, he needs, he needs, he's poor, and he wants another, another cold one. He's like, if you give me a beer, I'll tell you the story about how I fought Bigfoot. <laughs> Uh, so we made our way to Spirit Lake, and Hank went. Uh, Spirit Lake is uh, an area that's close by to A okay. Canyon. Um, we made our way to Spirit Lake, and Hank went into the ranger station. He had told the ranger earlier about the tracks, and the ranger had replied, "Let me know if you find out what they are." That was mm. just what Hank did to the puzzlement of the ranger. When we were back at home in Kessler, Washington, he told some of his friends, and somehow the story leaked out to the papers, and the Grape Eight Hunt of 1924 was on. Local reporters interviewed us. They came from Portland and Seattle. Even a big game hunter from England came asking questions. Mm. And he had a large gun with him that must have been an elephant gun. <laughs> who were who some it's big like game It's like a gun hunter? they didn't know, so they're like, that's what an elephant gun is. Yeah, I, was, I wonder if it, that, if it was... I wonder if it was one of those big shots from back, in, back then that had a lot of money that used to go on Bigfoot uh, expeditions. Oh, like Green or Dehinden De Hinden, yeah. yeah. I wonder if it was, it was him, maybe. Is he from England? Tom Slick. Yeah, Tom Slick was one of them. Yeah. Could have been I one of those know. dudes. Could be. I guess he just carries around an elephant gun wherever he goes. I don't so know if sick. any of them yeah. came from England, though. I think they're all American. So many people flocked to Mount St. Helens area looking for the great hairy apes or the mountain devils, as we called them. I myself went back, went back with two reporters and a detective from Portland, Oregon. We hmm. found large tracks and they photographed them. We did not see any of the ape men then, nor could we find the ones, the one that we had shot. Hmm. Interesting. So it. it was the body wasn't there. So, so that that might go. That might you might say that that would lean towards like maybe they took the body with them, and maybe big feet are ritualistic that they bury mm-hmm. their dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. So I'm thinking. Some people were asking questions. Was it true, or was it just a wild tale? Hmm. I can assure you, it is true. Um. It is, tr- it is true. Are they human or devils? I will answer that question in this book. That was a great, that was the great ape hunt in 1924. In the last few years, more and more and more people have reported seeing them. There is an ape hunt of being revived again, and another man has written a book on the subject and has formed a club whose purpose is to find evidence to prove what they already believe that abominable snowmen of America do exist. A wealthy person has offered a large sum of money for anyone that can capture one alive. Sightings have been reported in Canada, Washington, Oregon, and Northern California. But the purpose of this book is not only to relay my experience, but also to bring a light to my knowledge about the abominable snowman. I do not wish to embark upon an expedition, but I wish to tell these things are. Okay. So he, he, now he's calling them abominable snowmen, t- snowmen too. So. Well, that was also like a news. That was also like a like a newspaper thing. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, so that's that, that. That was the uh, the excerpt from the book. That was the introduction and the first chapter. Um, this is it like l- a twenty page book. Though it's like well, twenty two pages or something. I wasn't think. it? Yeah. Wasn't it it's like a, it's the, a pamphlet? 
Yeah, wasn't the like abominable snowman? Wasn't that was like the original term for it, right? Like I don't know what and the then first it moved was over. I, I heard something about that. They started it started um did it start in like the Himalayas or something? I don't know where it started, but it, 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 that's, like, where, moved I think over that's where it started. The, it w- that's where it started and then it moved over to the west coast and they were still calling like big feet like abominable mm-hmm. snowmen over there like right. yeah um so that was that was what i wanted to read to you that was the important part to me at least uh beck beck later goes on to describe the creatures as supernatural beings in his book beck suspects that the abominable snowmen as he calls them come from a lower plane of reality than our own when vibrations are at the proper frequency they may pass from one plane to another and appear as physical beings. These, these beings are not animals, but they are also not human. They're in between. They are the missing link in consciousness between apes and humans. Their hmm. metaphysical nature explains why physical remains of the creatures have never been found. Hmm. So, so, he was get, he, so back then he was saying that these creatures are not, uh, not even part of our reality. Yeah. They can go they can go in between things. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what he was he was so guessing. So it was a very that. like spiritual spiritual or, or like The book does the book does have like a spiritual nature to it too. Mm-hmm. It has a very like spiritual and like these these creatures are like I don't know, there's some like cool. uh Go ahead, Matt. You think about you think about cultures that have talked about these things. I mean, mm-hmm. they talk to them as they were metaphysical or spiritual entities and there's even even in like um some uh cultures of the himalayas they talk about like meditating with these things right so well well he also he also goes on to talk about how uh psychic there's psychic stuff going on there too there's Mm -hmm. all it's like this whole like yeah the, the book goes in the spiritual direction cool um but with all stories like this there are people who try to explain it off and this is the this, this I, I, in my research here. This is the biggest explanation that people think. Um, William William Halliday claimed in his 1983 pamphlet "Ape Cave" and the Mount Saint Helens Apes that the miners' assailants that the miners' assailants were actually local youths. Jake, what do you think about that? Scary. I know. Not fun. Yep. If they were teenagers, yep. believe it. Yeah. yeah, because I've gotten rocks thrown at me by yeah. teenagers before. Yeah, well, there you go. So it's not and they call, too and they call me they call me tubby, and it's just oh, it's been it's been okay. debunked. It's it's been debunked. Yeah, this is it right here. I so never the, thought about that perspective, but now yeah. yes, uh, it's been debunked. Yeah, so, teenagers. So, so the miners' assailants were actually local youths until the eruption of Mount Saint Helens. Counselors from the YMCA brought hikers to the canyon's edge, and the attack was actually just young campers throwing stones into the canyon, not realizing that there were miners at the bottom. Wouldn't that be crazy, though, if they were just shooting at teenagers? They also right. killed one, if that's true. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah, killed yeah. a teenager. <laughs> so this could that's... have been an elaborate story to cover up they murdered uh, them a murdering yeah. a child. They murdered yeah. a child, and then they just came it up was, with It was devil apes. We promised it was big. It was big that's feet. Fu- that's fucked up. If you it is messed up. <laughs> what are all these moonshine bottles laying around your cabin for? Nothing. No reason. There were a bunch of Bigfoots out there. And, um, they were so, yeah, that's straight gasoline, so they're oh, just hallucinating man. and... So that's the story of Ape Canyon Bigfoot wow. attack. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. like one of the most. That's one of the most famous uh, 
stories, uh, Bigfoot stories of all time, Bigfoot I think. Bigfoot stories, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. But uh, it's, it's important. I, what I found out with this one, this was a tough one. Um, it was, it's important to, I don't know, I, to look into stuff because a lot of, a lot, as we know, a lot of these stories change over time. It's like a game of telephone. Mm-hmm. Somebody says one thing, it changes, it changes, it changes. And yeah. I, I saw so many different websites and books and with all, uh, you know, problematic uh, stuff going on there. Like they were, it wasn't making sense. So I right. was like, might as well just read the fucking dude kind dude's of encounter conflicting yeah. information yeah it's all conflicting information so yeah, yeah it was it was it was tough but yeah so what do you guys think let's go to the, let's do the bark first i think okay. honestly is that okay with you the bark yeah. uh, theory yes. um so, Matt, so i want you, you guys i want you guys to know yeah. before because mm-hmm. we're doing we're measuring this in barclays yeah barclays right so charles barkley he's about six i think six five six six Pretty so that's guy. about yeah like i would say about two barclays per yard so that's probably about 46 barclays away okay Okay. Who's the Do you think you can see Bark being shot forty six? How, how away? long? How long? Forty six Barclays away. Forty six Charles Barclays away. I'm I'm gonna straight up tell you no. <laughs> That's a lot of Barclays. That's a lot of distance. Yeah. That's a long yeah. distance. Yeah, but maybe this guy, maybe maybe his twenty twenty vision. It could well, be. Well, maybe maybe his vision was really good. Hmm. Um. No. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think the bark. I think he just. I think he was trying to like, you know, hype himself up a bit to the people. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally saw the bark shooting off Fly as off like maybe to maybe to about like make the story more exciting. Like I could see more the bark th- shoot off as I right. So or maybe. Maybe Hank's like, oh, I almost got him, but he missed so badly. Yeah. That uh that um Fred what's his name? Fred? Yeah. Fred's yeah. like, oh no, you were close. I saw the bark yeah, shoot. He, he was you just he was close? he was trying to be a good bro. Yeah. He was yeah. trying yeah. to be a good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so agree Matt, with that. Matt, you think you think it's fake though, Matt? The yeah. bark? Okay. Uh, what about you, Jake? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't think anybody can see bark fly from forty six Barclays away. Exactly. And I feel yeah. like Although, I, feel like, I feel like this is the most important out of the two, whether the Ape Canyon thing, atta- if, it, if the attack was real or the bark was flying off the tree, this is the most important thing we got to talk about right now. Yes. To me, at least, you know. So Yeah, because they murdered teens. That's yeah, they did. That's pretty much they the did. story. They absolutely that's the story. did. Yep. Yeah, wow. Um, okay, I guess we all think the bark thing is fake. The so. bark's sorry. fake. And sorry, I'm sorry, Fred. no matter how much he mentions it in his book, yep. it's mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, okay. okay. Now, now, boys, we're going to talk about you know, the second subject uh, that's part of the story, uh, yeah. the Ape Canyon Bigfoot attack. Do you think it's real or fake? Mm, I think that it is. I think it's real. I okay. honestly think that it's real. You can, um, no matter how much um, gasoline you've sniffed, right? as carnies tend to do. <laughs> Um, I like how these woodsmen turn into carnies <laughs> as the story went on. I love that they were they were at they first they're just gold, gold miners. They're gold miners, and then Matt woodsmen. turned to woodsmen, and now they're and then ga- gas. Hoppers. Now they're car. Now they're gas huffing carnies. <laughs> Everyone loves a good gas huffing carny. Um, but these carnies were huffing gas for sure. Yeah. And but um, I think they saw what they saw. You know what I mean? Like. Um, how do you how do you how do you here's my thing like how do you get it confused how do you get how does a teenager's arm reach into the to the house to grab an axe and it's you know it's a, you wouldn't know if it's a teenager's arm instead of a hairy right. man's arm because you know? because also I don't know, i've seen some hairy dudes 
also, yeah, have uh, I mean, also, have you? That means that implies that Bigfoot also know how to use tools. They're and trying to reach you and grab the X. Yeah, it couldn't come for some strange reason. These giant monkeys couldn't get through a very slim wooden door. Right. Um, so it it was reaching around for something to break the door down. Grabbed onto the axe was like a giant stick. You can break the door down. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um But you think but, it's real, Matt. Yeah, I do. I think it's real. I think it's uh I think that I don't know, I think that there's too many things pointing to it not being um teenagers. Uh, ga- a, a gang of youths. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so um I like the I also I wanted to make the joke that it's Well, it I was, think it's fake. Thanks for asking. No, one second. I just have. A, I, have a, I just want to say a joke real quick, if you'd let me. You know, mm-hmm. Mike, um, you're the straight man of the podcast. Yeah, that's the. It, it was miners shooting at miners. Whoa! Whoa! You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. So wait. So maybe that's they joke were... of the episode. Right? That's joke of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we can stop right now. Let's just cut it. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Okay, Jake. What do you think? Very good. Very good. I, I don't want to say anything because that, you can't top that. You just can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, I think it's fake. Okay. Yeah. But I also think the teenager thing's fake as well. Okay. I think these dudes just got buck wild one night, mm-hmm. started having a shooting contest, ruined their property, mm-hmm. and wanted to file an insurance claim. But they mm-hmm. said it's more believable if Bigfoot attack it than if I just say, <laughs> "Oh, we were drunk <laughs> shooting holes through the." Door. Right. Yeah. That's so fair. I think I mean, it's, it's I think it's just idiots who got drunk and shot shit and okay. then they're trying to find an excuse to get the insurance money. Yeah. And the best excuse they could come up with was Bigfoot. <laughs> it could be anything. It could have been fucking squirrels. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's, it's just anything else. So okay. Well that's they could have said they could said bears and people would they have, could have. It. Yeah. Oh, a giant bear was trying to get in. And the people would be like, Oh, that's that's crazy. That's, that happened that's to scary. you. Yeah. Here's your insurance check. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I didn't even know if there was homeowners insurance back then, but <laughs> now I'm sure there, there was. Now there is. All right, so Jake, we have any reviews? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh-oh. Let, let's do a plug. Let's do a plug real quick. We got to plug um Mothman Festival September seventeenth yep. and eighteenth. Moth yeah. Boys will be and there. 16th. We'll have a, and sixteenth for the kickoff 16th. event. Yep. Um. So be there. Man, I mean, if you're part of the cryptozoological uh, scene at all, you're going to be there. I mean, yep, that's not a, not a question. So come hang out with us at our table. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also, be right boys, next to the Mothman statue. Yes, we will. Boys, I didn't tell you. We will have a special guest at our table on Saturday. <gasps> and his and it's going to be John Goodwill. John Goodwill is going to come and see us. No uh, way. Yep. John's coming? Yep, John's coming. So, so he's coming to John hang out for Goodwill, a while. if anyone doesn't know yet, uh, we released an episode about John Goodwill and his thousands, family. Thousands of you now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. that was yeah. that was that was one of our highest listened to episodes, but if anyone hasn't, John Goodwill was a uh a as a young boy, him and his family were seeing albino prehistoric giant ground sloths. In, a, in our hometown, in, in our, our home. in our in our town, in the town right next to, right call next them by to their us. name, the White Monsters. Of Hell yeah, the, the White, White Monsters, Monsters of Sherman, New York. So if you if you want to meet John Goodwill on Saturday the uh, the seventeenth, come hang out at our table. He's a super cool dude, nice mm-hmm. dude. 
Um, so he'll be there hanging out with us for a little while. I don't know how long, but um, very yeah. cool. He's gonna see yeah. the freaks and just leave. Like two I'm minutes. very excited. He's like, he's I'm gonna seen... regret. I'm gonna regret telling these guys this story because now I gotta hang out with these freaks. He yeah, is right? such a sweet guy. I'm so yeah. excited to see him. So hell yeah, can't wait. Cool. What do we got, Jake? We got one five star review. Nice. And it's from Reno nine one one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Reno, so yeah, Reno nine one one. I like the show, the classic. Yeah, that's yes. hilarious. I love that new show. boot goofing. Yeah, and it says obsessed five oh, stars. Wow! If you haven't checked out Malt Boys yet, dot dot dot. Honestly, what are you even doing with your life? Question <laughs> mark. And True. then in all caps, love you guys. Uh, we love you too, Reno nine one one. Yep. Although anything with an exclamation point should just go. Hey! Hey! We love you hey! guys! <laughs> and with that, this is this has been the ep- the episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. I think we should all we should all make a an orchestra of noise to to finish this off. Yeah. Are you ready to do that? Yep. You're yeah. welcome, everybody, for, for listening to all this noise. Ready? Here we go. Go. If the glove does a qu- quit, the du- the glove does a quit.